0: Friendly neighborhood witch here. Welcome back to my little corner of the world. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Casey from Casey's Corner and we're back for another snack-sized visit from my little corner of the world to yours. First of all, I wanted to say thank you to everyone for your support for my solo launch last month. It really is a dream come true to share audio stories with you and I'm just talking to myself if you aren't on the other end of the speaker so big thanks and high fives to you for listening okay grab a snack and settle in for this month's snack size story time how has this month been for you so far hanging in there after all that aries energy swirling around with that mercury pre-shadow and high eclipse, and ener- high hybrid eclipse energy Ooh, mercury be getting me aries <laughs> sun or Aries season can be overwhelming for some but for me as an Aries sun I feel like it's a rebirth season for me. Of course it's also my birthday season so there's that but it's not just me. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac so I suppose it makes sense that you know there's also many cultures who hold new year celebrations this time of year around the spring equinox and the new moons this time of year. For me, I am re-energized by this season and not a moment too soon considering how extremely low I have been. Not only am I feeling re-energized again, but I'm doing the spring rituals like yard tending that I haven't been able to do for the past few seasons as I've battled a major bipolar cycle. For the past few years, my yard and back property has fallen into shambles a bit as i found myself incapable of leading my family in the seasonal outdoor chores that used to guide our activities like the kitchen garden became the wild sunflower garden as they took advantage of my inability to prepare the garden for winter then to restart it again in the spring of 2020 once we were in full apocalypse mode i didn't have it in me to cut them down so the sunflowers took over Everyone was taking up gardening and I was absolutely incapable of even managing my compost heap, which in turn deepened the depressive cycles as the shame built up. My family can only do so much when they know I'm so protective about the land around here and doing the wrong thing could would have made me worse. so they left it to me to tell them when to do what when to do what once I was capable of telling them. They likely learned that lesson during previous bad cycles when I've cried endlessly over the wrong bull thistle being pulled up. This spring has found found us continuing the return to nature that we began with our end-of-winter trip up to Quartz Mountain State Park by staying on top of the seasonal yard work as a family as well as by bringing back an old family pastime we haven't done in years. Greek walk-in! Exploring the local creeks and waterways was one of the first activities my husband and I did together after we first met way back when I was in fifth grade and he was in sixth. He had just moved to the neighborhood, and I had just lost all the friends I had in that neighborhood after my mom came out as a lesbian and my parents divorced. It was the 90s, and I had experienced a lot of hate at that time, but Ryan, my now husband, had no idea he was supposed to avoid me like the plague back then, and we made friends at the bus stop. After school sometimes, he would take me to check out the marshy, creaky area behind our trailer park and taught me how to catch crawdads. It was a free activity we often did when we finally started dating in our late 20s and continued once we became a family raising three young boys. Crawdad and snake catching I don't know when we stopped going, but I'm pretty sure it was a combination of the lockdowns and the oldest son graduating and moving out in that same year. Our entire life changed, and it's taken us a bit to recalibrate and remember how to function as a family without the oldest son's daily presence in the household. Spending more time doing something so back-to-basics for us has been healing. We recently revisited a park and spent the day exploring up and down Buffalo Creek down in Cleburne. We started off down the shallower side for a few hours— I stayed up on shore alongside them in case of emergencies and to hold all the things that needed to stay dry and you know, couldn't be lost like car keys and cell phones. As we made our way down the creek, they gathered oddities for me that they, that they found alongside the crawdads and the snakes. My teenager found himself a little snake buddy that hung out with him for a bit before we returned him to the spot where he was found. After the youngest found a large crawdad claw near where the snake buddy was found, we found a crawdad of equal size missing a claw up the creek and were off tail and tails of just how he might have lost that claw because we knew it just had to be his claw and ended up the biggest, baddest crawdad in that part of the creek and sent him on his way while we carried on back. After making our way back to the car and where we started, we made a quick run to Waterburger and came back for a picnic lunch. We spent the second half of the day exploring the deeper side of the creek. I walked alongside them as far as I could, but eventually they waited on while I found a nice quiet spot to wait for their return. I ended up in a little nook just alongside a bend in the creek with walls of dirt and root and trees to keep watch with me. I was able to finally spend some time meditating and sitting long sitting still long enough to see the tiny wonders around me. Suddenly I noticed hundreds of tadpoles like right next to me along the shore with the minnows I was watching. Then I saw the moss right in front of me and next to that I found myself a new hagstone. I used to have a few I found along I found myself along before I knew anyone used them for witchy things. I just loved looking through them. Rumor has it you can see the fae through the hagstone, and that's one of the reasons we just seem to collect them. Soon after I found my new treasure, I was lucky enough to get to watch three crows hunting along the creek bend where I was, first flying in and walking down one side, and then flying down the other to come back and eat their finds in the trees around me. By the time my guys made their way back to me, I was feeling overjoyed with gratitude for the day and the sights I was gifted along the way. I'm so glad we decided to start spending more time back in that corner of the world. We were drawn back to Cleburne earlier in the month for the Fantasy Fairy Festival that was hosted by the Cleburne Toy Company and many of the businesses of the historic downtown district back on April 8th. I was so excited to debut my new fairy Star Wars cosplay. I created a fairy species Mandalorian Guardian for my fairy child Grogu that I debuted last month at the North Texas Irish Festival. When the 501st member saw me in the fairy child that day, I knew I just had to make this secret cosplay dream come true for myself. While I worked, I named my character Killa Corsair, inspired to retcon my lifelong nickname of Casey into my new Star Wars lore. It tickles me to no end to have done that, but few will understand, I think. The important part is I completed the first phase of the cosplay enough to spend the day walking around the festival and delighting when the kids and adults alike enjoyed dancing with the fairy Grogu and just plain appreciating my work. I also may have giggled to no end at myself when I finally accidentally stumbled on my new catchphrase. This is the Fae. (laughs) I was shaking with anxiety so badly as I put the final pieces on that I needed my sister to help me attach the armor. But that anxiety really melted away throughout the day. By the way, handlers really are a must for armored cosplays, I swear. They are hot and limit your movement at times, so it's always good to have a buddy there to help you out. High anxiety pro tip this month is to be sure you hydrate not only the day of the event, but the week heading into the event. So you're not going into potential, you know, potential anxiety, spike, you know, already on the edge of dehydration. The anxiety sweats are just as hard on your body sometimes as a long day outside will be if you are not preparing yourself ahead of time. I ended up feeling pretty good throughout the day and kept myself hydrated so I could stay that way. That went a long long way to easing my anxiety for the day. It also helped that so many of the vendors seemed pagan-friendly, and so many of the downtown businesses were supporting the event, so it felt pretty safe as a pagan in the rural Bible Belt country county seat. The end of the day had me realizing I wasn't the only pagan to feel that way, as they had outed themselves on the local Facebook group by sharing their appreciation for how welcome they had felt that Easter weekend in their own hometown. Some nasties came out to try and Jesus them into submission, but other local Christians were supportive, and in the end, the local pagans realized there was enough of them to start their own Facebook group for local pagans and witches. It made my old witchy heart so happy to see the community organizing itself from meetups now that they realized they were not alone. That's pretty much how it started for me, joining a local DFW pagan group and seeing the post for the DFW Pagan Unity Fest and realizing I wasn't alone in the area. Eight years later, I'm so happy to not only be a coordinator for that event, but also seeing so many other pagan-friendly events pretty much everywhere I turn these days, even here in rural Texas on the border of the DFW Metroplex. I always thought I had to go into the city to find more of us, but of course I am once again reminded we are everywhere. Well, I hope you've enjoyed your snack and had a good hydration break with me. I am I am enjoying my daily protein smoothie as that's been helping me get, my, get the nutrients back into my body after this rough mental health patch, making eating healthy foods so hard for me. Getting back to some sort of stable base is helping me build up from there as I add things like bananas and green beans back into my diet. They're healthy, but I got sensory issues that make me gag on most foods for periods of time. Thankfully, I've learned to adapt and work my way back to eating well again after a lifetime of this cycle. Getting nutrients and a more mindful routine back into my life has me so excited for this year. It was so important for me to hit my 39th birthday in the right headspace to best best survive any stressors birthdays tend to cause. Well, if you want to hear more of my witchy field trip stories and other musings, be sure to tune in next month on the final Monday of the month for your next snack-sized visit with me. Don't forget, you can now send me a raven on my new website, welcome to welcometocaseyscorner.com, or follow me on my socials, also found there on the site and in the description of this episode. Send me your snack ideas, and if you also deal with anxiety issues, tell me about how you manage building community that I can sh- so I can share it on my next episode. Let's learn from each other, as so much of what gets me through is what I've learned from others. One day I hope to see a whole flock of wave ravens waiting for me over there. You can also check out my latest videos over on my YouTube's channel, Casey's Corner, also linked in the description. You can join me for members only seasonal group spells over on my Kofi page and get exclusive access to my chart reading with Teresa Marisa from Two Geminis and Leo and a special group project for Pride Month. You can also check out my coffee shop, open to members and non-members alike. I hope you've enjoyed your snack. Y'all have a great month and get you some water. Stay hydrated, and I'll meet you right here, same which time, same which channel next month. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Love you guys. Bye.